So I'm going to set up uh, what we're going to be about in uh, in this conference here and then uh, in the one tomorrow morning. So right now we'll be uh, spending our time, as I said, doing uh, a guided Lectio Divina. Uh, I have slips of paper here with the scripture passage on them that I'll pass out before we begin. Um, but yeah, basically the way it will work is that, uh, that I will, um, I'll guide you through, through this practice. Um, so, uh, I'll, you know, we'll each have it in front of us so you can, you can read it, you know, silently with me as I read it aloud, or you can just listen to it. You'll also have it in case you want to go back over it after I've finished reading it out loud. I'll read it a couple of times. Uh, and then after the, the reading, the Lexio, I'll uh, go into the, the subsequent stages and invite you to do some meditation of that, pondering. And I'll just kind of give some cues for, for what that's like again, just a reminder of, of what that stage of prayer is like. Three or four minutes of that, just silence for you to do that meditation, that pondering on your own. And then I'll come in again and invite you to uh, enter in to the next stage of oratio, the, the dialogue. And again, I'll give, give some cues, some, some reminders of what that might look like or be like in your prayer. Three or four minutes of, of quiet, silent time for you to you know, uh, enter into that, that way of praying. And then I'll come in one more time and invite you uh, as you're as you're ready in your own prayer experience to to kind of give it over to openness to the experience of contemplation, being with the Lord, just that simple, wordless, even beyond thought kind of presence with the Lord, letting letting the word of God enfold you, um, just kind of wrap you into his presence and the way I'm going to do it is, you know, given that that's kind of the last stage of Lexio Divina, uh, I'm just going to leave it open-ended. I'm not going to, you know, bring it to a conclusion. Uh, I'm just going to let you stay with the word and allow your own heart and your own um, relationship with the Holy Spirit and Christ and his word. I'll just, just you know, follow your heart in, in the way that it leads you in prayer. Um, and, you know, if that means that you know, you want to maybe do some writing about it or journaling. Great. Um, but yeah, it'll just stay open-ended and you can conclude that time of prayer whenever you, whenever you feel it's appropriate for you. Um, our next uh, activity will be, uh, at nine o'clock when we'll have night prayer followed by benediction. Um, so yeah, I hope, I hope this is helpful. I, so doing a guided Lexio Divina like this of necessity is a little bit mechanical, you know, I mean, if you're just doing it on your own, obviously you just kind of transition from one stage to the next as, as you're being moved to. At the same time, though, if, if, you, you, know, if, if you need some kind of help getting started with Lexio Divina or you're trying to kind of get re-engaged in it, that's kind of the helpful part of it is you're, you're being guided through it. And so, um, so I hope if you're, if you're very good at doing this yourself and, you know, I, I'll try not to be, you know, too intrusive in, in the things that I say every few minutes in the process. But then again, if, if it's helpful to you, 
um, you know, to have these cues and things. That's kind of the, the idea of doing it this way. Now, tomorrow's conference, the final one at 9.30, I had originally thought about having it down in the library and kind of setting up the chairs in such a way that we could, um, you know, kind of uh, have the interaction down there. I don't think we have enough chairs, and it would require rearranging a lot of stuff. So I just thought, you know, let's go ahead and have it in chapel tomorrow. As long as you can accept the per- permission I'm giving you to talk in church. Now, I'm, I don't, I'm not making anybody talk. I mean, this is not something that you have to, you have to say something or contribute if you're not comfortable. That's, that's totally fine. Um, but what it will be is I will start out by kind of sharing with you um, kind of the, the Lexio Divina that I went through on this same passage not too long ago. And just, you know, talk about the things that struck me and, and, and you know, how, that, how I interacted with that and, and some of the fruits, you know, that, that were brought out from that. Um, and then I will, I will invite any of you who feel comfortable, who think, you know, the Spirit's perhaps prompting you, um, to share similarly anything that, that you may have gained from your Lexio Divina on this passage. Any deeper insight into Scripture, anything you hadn't thought of before, it can be something very simple or, you know, more, more involved. Uh, so there'll just be an opportunity for you to share that. And again, the purpose, I think, is that uh, hearing how one another, how we interact with God's word, I think can be an encouragement. Or we might even draw uh, insights of our own from, from things that maybe some others have to share. Uh, but again, that's just something that I, uh, I invite you to. I encourage you to respond to that if, if that's a prompting on your heart. Um, and then during that time of conference tomorrow, uh, it'll also give me the opportunity to make any other additional comments that might, um, you know, that might be timely, uh, and, and maybe, you know, any other kind of concluding remarks as well. That sounds good. So we will have that, um, in chapel here. It's fine to talk in church. We'll be talking about Jesus and about his holy word. So I, I think that Jesus will be very pleased with that. I talk in church all the time. (laughs) Okay. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. First of all, before even, uh, you know, directly encountering uh, these words, Jesus, we, we thank you so much that you are in our presence here in such a special way uh, in, in the gift of the Eucharist and the sacrament of your body and blood. So we just, we call to mind, each of us, we just call to mind your sacred presence, O God. And we just become aware of your presence. We take a little moment in quiet now just to become aware of your presence. Help us, Jesus, to relax in your presence. Help us to be both relaxed and attentive We say with the young Samuel, speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. And we hear now from the gospel according to St. Mark, chapter 4, verses 35 to 41. On that day, as evening drew on, he said to them, let us cross to the other side. 
Leaving the crowd, they took him with them in the boat just as he was. And other boats were with him. A violent squall came up and waves were breaking over the boat so that it was already filling up. Jesus was in the stern, asleep on a cushion. They woke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? He woke up, rebuked the wind, and said to the sea, Quiet, be still. The wind ceased and there was great calm. Then he asked them, Why are you terrified? Do you not yet have faith? They were filled with great awe and said to one another, Who then is this whom even wind and sea obey? So we just kind of gather all of that in, in just an overall, a general way, get a sense of the whole scene in the passage. I'll read it aloud once more. In this time, maybe we allow our minds to begin going from the forest, the overall picture, into some of the trees that we might spot there, some of the details that might begin to speak to us. On that day, as evening drew on, he said to them, Let us cross to the other side. Leaving the crowd, they took him with them in the boat, just as he was, and other boats were with him. A violent squall came up, and waves were breaking over the boat, so that it was already filling up. Jesus was in the stern, asleep on a cushion. They woke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? He woke up, rebuked the wind, and said to the sea, Quiet, be still. The wind ceased, and there was great calm. Then he asked them, Why are you terrified? Do you not yet have faith? They were filled with great awe and said to one another, Who then is this whom even wind and sea obey? We have heard God's holy word. For each of us, God's word has begun to strike us in a particular way. We begin to pay closer attention to whatever strikes us, jumps out at us, whatever registers in our mind. And we might want to focus on that particular part of the passage that calls our attention. Again, we might do so either by listening to words themselves and their meanings or entering into kind of an imagined sensory experience of this scene in whatever place we want to put ourselves. So we begin then to meditate, to ponder, to engage our thought, our imagination, emotion, and desire, and to really just allow all of that to to kind of run around freely and let whatever it is that we're being moved to think of or to feel or to focus on. We just allow several minutes for, for this pondering to take place. <clears throat> 